Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Okay, everybody, we are live uh, with the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. I uh, got the chat open, so if you are live with us, make sure you say hi uh, and ask any questions. We are going to talk about a lot of things that have happened this weekend. Uh, the Rogue Invitational, uh, CrossFit announced the 2022 season, and someone left their coach. So with that, uh, let's start off by thanking our title sponsor, RX Markier rxmarkier.com. You use the code Clydesdale15, you get 15% off anything in the store. Uh, Clydesdale are, all caps. All caps. Uh, and we are still looking for um, our winner from last week, and that is Kathy Hopkins. Um, yes. I have, I need to try to reach out to her. Uh, I've been traveling ever since we got off the air pretty much last week. So, um, and then I got back to a severed internet cord which got fixed this afternoon. So now I have internet again. And what's I the, re- what's the procedure for reaching out to someone? Do you like try to find them on Instagram? If they have an Instagram account, do we like, I looked on Instagram and there's like three Kathy Hopkins, but none of them so look like they generally what I, do is I, I reach out on YouTube. Uh, okay. Subscriber, cool. They have an account. And then, and then I look on Instagram and I look at who they follow. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah, Kathy Hopkins is probably pretty common. Um, and I look at who they follow and then see if it matches like us or any, or that CrossFit scene. And then I reach out to them. Got it. Um, but that's generally the, the practice. Um, and then she has one week now, cause we've been, that's been out there for a week. And if she doesn't respond by next Tuesday, we will draw again. Kathy Hopkins, get your free stuff. Hope she hope hope we connect with her. Yeah, uh, and then we also have to thank thank Element Twenty Six. Uh, we had Jason on last week, who was really fun. He talked about how they started the company and and what they're doing and how innovative they are. I think it's really cool that our two sponsors are are like the most innovative companies in the space, trying That's to true. do all new things, um, and not just your your ordinary run of the mill belts or things like that. So um, everything ha- is just a little bit different and a little bit better. Um, and taking feedback from athletes and making adjustments. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, they're awesome. So glad that they're our partners because uh, they're just they're just cool people. Yeah, for sure. So with that, 
where do we want to start? Let's go rogue. Yeah, a rogue. let's do that. So as you can see, I got my rogue invitational sweatshirt for volunteering this weekend. Uh, it was awesome. Um, the venue was amazing. Was um, it? Oh gosh, it was so cool. The way they, they the layout was. Um, and it was cooler in person than it even looked in like pictures and on live. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Rogue is always first class, right? They, everything is done to the hilt. And I got to give them a shout out. Like the volunteer swag was so good. We got these awesome hoodies. We got three shirts for volunteering. Um, we got, they gave away Yeti mugs. They gave away all this stuff. And then um, I worked on the media team uh, for the documentary pieces. And they gave us all a, like, basically a $200 shopping spree in the Rogue store. Nice. That's so cool. They had, they had an, a volunteer appreciation dinner where they gave away prizes. Um, and they had drink tickets and food out the wazoo. And the food was the best food I've ever had in an event by like 10 times. It was like healthy so, stuff. Oh, all healthy. The, the, who, the caterer doing this killed the chicken. Like it was so juicy and, and all different kinds of sauces. They did have a brisket one night um, for, you know, Texas. Um, but mostly it was like chicken and salad and vegetable grilled vegetables. Um, it was awesome. Was it Rosie meals? It was actually the ballpark caterer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I saw a lot of athletes were, were relying on Rosie meals to get them through the weekend. So I just, I, I made an assumption that maybe that's who that was, but no, it was, it was actually cool. the ballpark caterer. It was really good. Interesting. Um, I hope Did you know all that email. swag. Oh, sorry. I want to just say all that swag that you got sounds very similar to all the swag that you get when you volunteer at MFC. Hmm. Yetis, sweatshirt, gift cards, all that stuff. Just throwing that out there. I mean, I know we're not at like rogue levels, but for people that are looking to volunteer MFC, you get pretty much the same thing. An appreciation yeah. dinner, all that. Sorry. I had so, to get that in. so the event was awesome. Um, we had strongman and CrossFit in the same venue. Um, talk about your contradiction in athletes. Mm -hmm. um, so did you, you guys watched online? I know you guys were texting me. Um, the one bad thing about being there was the cell service when everybody was in the stadium would go to about nil. Um, so there oh, really? were times I could text and times I couldn't text and um, all that kind of stuff. So what were your thoughts from the broadcast point of view? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was you know, colorful, easy to follow. Yeah. The, the nice part about it too, is that some live feeds when they show up on YouTube um, and it's live, you can only watch live. You can't rewind until like the end of the day when it gets sort of, I don't know the technical term, but it gets like pushed out or whatever. But this one, it was live, but you could rewind. And so, you know, if I had to run an errand or do something or had a client, I could come and just rewind the feed and see everything I missed. And I could fast forward through like the stuff I didn't want to listen to or the screens where they just kind of had, um, you know, the sponsor names up and everything. Cause there's, there's some downtime still that, you know, I don't know how you fill that downtime, yeah. but, uh, the strongman events were really cool to watch. My dad was so funny. He, every time, like they showed an event, they're like, okay. He's like, all right. So who's this, you know? And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, Lazar Jukic. 
do you know him? Yes, dad, I know him. Did, was he on your show? Yes, his dad, you know, or he's, you know, I've talked to yeah. him or I've interviewed him. And every single time they show like a close up of like Emily Roth. Do you know her? Yes, dad, I know her. <laughs> Have you talked to her? Yes, dad, I've talked to her. I said, dad, there's 40 athletes. I know all of them. Like not personally, but I know who they <laughs> yeah. are, all of them. Yeah. Like we can stop this line of questioning now, <laughs> but it was funny. And he loved China Cho. Every time oh, China yeah. Cho came on, he's like, oh, there's China Cho. Oh, there's China Cho. <laughs> he just thought who she was adorable. Love China Cho? She's I awesome. Know. She did a so, great job. So they would show the Iron Game footage in the stadium in between the events. So China yeah. and Pat um, yeah. doing their thing. I thought China was awesome. Yeah, she yeah. really did. Um, and I actually yeah. told her that she was eating lunch in the volunteer area. So Pat and her and, uh, and Sean and, and Chase, they were all in the volunteer area eating uh, throughout the weekend. And so I did give her like a little kudos and said she was meant to do this. Um, and I think she's found a second career. Uh, and she was like so excited about that. So that was really cool. Um, live, I'm going to tell you, those strongmen are massive human beings. Yes, they are. Um, I was yeah. in the third base dugout when they would come in to get ready to go out on the field. Um, it was really fun watching those events. Uh, the Wheel of Pain was really fun to watch. Uh, the Atlet, the stone over log was under the lights was so cool because you could see like the dust come off the rock. You could mm -hmm. see like steam coming off the person because it, it was cold at night. Uh, in Texas, yeah. it's very I, cold in the morning mm -hmm. and very cold at night and very hot in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it just was really kind of a cool look um, having them under the lights like that. Um, same with CrossFit. Like it's been a long time since CrossFit's been under the lights other than Wadapalooza, right? Yeah, like, true outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like seeing that again, it just has a, especially on film, because I was working with the documentary crew, like the footage just looked really good. And they got lucky with the weather. Like it didn't rain, or, you know, cause I was thinking that like, wow, that's like a big gamble to just have everything outside, <laughs> you know, like, no, I don't think, does that stadium have like a dome? Nope. Right. Um, it's just a minor league baseball stadium. So, I mean, yeah. thank goodness weather cooperated. Yeah, it was really cool. And it, but it was, I, as an athlete, it would be rough because in the morning, like dew was still on the grass, Yeah, uh, you know, and you're doing, they're doing all that. And then the middle of the day, it was freaking hot. There was yeah. not a cloud in the sky any day. And then at night, the wind would kick up and it would get so cold. But is it humid during the day? Uh, it was not humid. Okay. It just was blistering hot from the But sun. hot is still hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. It was so much fun to watch uh, and see the, see it under the lights and the crowd, the crowd was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a mix of that strongman crowd and a mix of the CrossFit crowd. And, and you could see both kind of learning about the other sport and getting in on the cheering of everything. And I think Rogue did an awesome job of ending with epic events at the end of the night mm -hmm. or the end of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, that I don't know if it came across in the broadcast, that final CrossFit event with the bracket in the stands mm -hmm. was amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the people were on their feet and the ushers were even saying, we've never heard cheers like that for any baseball game. Wow. <laughs> um, That's very cool. That's very cool. I do wish if you want to get into like the programming and the results and all that, I do wish that that last event meant something more in terms of the overall results, like 
it would have been it, cool to see something like that earlier on in the in the in the event it would because have if Annie wouldn't have gotten eliminated in her first round. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's not, yeah, you, you can't plan any of that stuff. It just, it just made it not as exciting, even though it was so cool to watch everyone get faster and faster, yeah. you know, and to watch like Guy and, just smoke everybody. And, and, and if you tripped up, I mean, and this is breaking because it just came across you. my phone. We can talk about programming on Thursday because we're going to have Chase Ingram on. Oh, sweet. And so we can get into the nitty gritty of all the programming with him because that is his specialty. Yes. Good. Um, but yeah, it just came across that he confirmed for Thursday at noon, our time. So. Nice. Make sure you send that link out to uh, Mo Mohammed too, because he wants to be on the interview. <laughs> Mo, that link is just for us. It's not for you. Yeah. If you want it, when you become a co-host on the show, then we will send you that link to be on the call. We're not accepting calls yet or, you know, live anything. We're working um, on it. So Scott, so compared to when we went to the Rogue in Columbus, um, the invitation on Columbus, and there was the Legends competition, what did you think about it live this time with them kind of pairing up, you know, as teams, the Legends together? So um, I thought that it was a it, it was a needed move for them to get the Legends to keep coming back. Um, right. it's, it can't be cutthroat, yeah. super competitive, right. hurt yourself kind of thing. I right. mean, that well, Amanda 2.0 in 2019 was really tough, a tough yeah. workout. And if you remember, and this is not to pick on anybody, but, um, you know, Tanya Wagner struggled with the muscle ups when yeah. we saw her live yeah, and here she got to, she got to do a couple and then her partner got to do a couple and then, right. so they could go back and forth where it was a doable thing for them. Um, yeah, less, less scary for them. Just more, it'll, 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 it's going to open up the door now for more people, I think, willing to do it and attend, which is cool because they need that like that. People right. want to see that. Well, if you listen to, to, um, the feed here, you know, the broadcast, they were saying, you know, Rich was like, Rich and Jason were, were saying, you know, we're just going to go out there. We're going to have fun. It's fine. And then <laughs> Rich goes, and then Jason picked up the bar and, you know, didn't, didn't put and it I down. So he was like, yeah. I, that was it. <laughs> we just went, went back to yeah. where we were. Yeah. You can't they take, are who they can't, are. Right. So I loved it though. I love that. Okay. So I, I will admit that I, I did fanboy a little bit um, with Miko Salo. Mm -hmm. You know, he is a legend and his documentary is awesome. And when I first got into the sport, like I watched his documentary and I ran into him um, in the, the dining area for the vo volunteers and because he needed to get a second COVID test to get back to um, mm -hmm. Finland, right? Finland. Mm, and uh, I uh, he, I got to talk to him for like five minutes and it was just the coolest moment for me because um, that's someone I've never met before in all of my travels with CrossFit. And uh, to see him out there with Rich I know it was kind yeah. of a stacked team, but that was like, that was like the two legends for me um, and the two people I cheered for the most. So that was really cool for me personally. I have two more comments about the legends before we move on. Number one, I was um, kind of hoping to see if there was going to be a little, a little bumping of uh, Dan Bailey and Josh Bridges. Didn't see there did not that. seem to be any bumping. No, <clears throat> but I, my next comment is Dan Bailey has the largest traps 
I've ever <laughs> seen. If you go back and look at that rogue picture, I mean, it's like it's like a bicep on top of his his shoulders here. Massive True. traps. I mean, his whole body is, but it just it was bad. Yeah, it was it was so fun to watch. And just to answer a couple of the questions, the attendance was uh, sold out, so they could not sell any more tickets. Um, uh, the 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 suites were completely sold out. Um, and then I think there were some volunteer tickets that didn't get used in the lower area. Um, but other than that, they, they weren't selling any more tickets at the event. Yeah, and, but it wasn't full. Like, just to be clear, there were parts of the stadium that were just cordoned off and not like wouldn't have been good. Well, weren't people they weren't sitting in certain sections. They weren't yeah, selling they, tickets there. They would not have been good vantage points. Just for like the, a concert. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, what are our thoughts on less tests versus more tests? Um, and speaking of seven tests for this event, as opposed to like the games having 15, um, it's funny because I was talking to a couple of the coaches and they really look at this as an exhibition, right? Um, because they're not training for this, this event. Um, now I'm sure there could, the competitive nature comes up with these athletes and they go after it. But I think for the off season, seven is perfect. Okay, sure. But when the payout is this big. Yeah, they're training a little bit. Yeah, but I know what you mean. It's I would not, hope so. This isn't the pinnacle of their season. And I don't think, I don't think Rogue is trying to be the games. And I, and I think seven is good. If there were more, would it have been a different outcome? I don't know, because people would have performed differently knowing there were more tests, perhaps. Um, it seemed like day one, they got it off really easy. Like they had an event and then like a really long break and then a second event. And I was thinking about athletes like Jason Hopper, who was doing well after the first day and thinking, well, because that volume is probably more what he's used to. I mean, he admittedly said that the volume at the games really, you know, threw him for a loop and, and was part of the reason why he didn't perform as well as maybe we thought he would. It was more like a sanctional in terms of programming and timing than it was the games. And so somebody yeah. who's not, you know, as conditioned to do 15 events um, would probably, you know, do okay in this one and, and not be affected necessarily by the timing. And, and I know it may have, it may have seemed like a long break on the broadcast. There was never not something going on at the venue. Oh, sure. But I mean, for the athletes, like right. event one was in the morning and then the next event wasn't until like that evening. Because there were three strongman events on day one, two CrossFit <laughs> events, and then they had record breaker things going on in between all of that. Um, yeah. So, so it never speaking stopped of, moving. Speaking of record breaker, like we need to give a shout out to Carolyn Prevo, <laughs> who did the event and then just kind of slid into that, you know, one rep, uh, max rep deadlift event, beat her own record, won the event. Picked up a cool 5K, five grand, right. like whatever, no big deal. And then just went on her day. Like yeah. that woman is insanely beastly. Correct. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. So much. What a stud. She's a stud. What's up, Charles? What's up? And I guess we'll get in more into the program and when we talk to Chase too about, you know, the whole, the difference between seven events, 15 events and all that. Yeah. I Yeah. I think that'll be good conversation with him. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, a plus, I would say, um, I, I only heard like small little complaints. Um, but overall, everybody just loved, um, loved the event. Um, mm -hmm. 
but yeah, awesome. Yeah. Did you have any surprises? Uh, did you guys think of any surprises with the athletes in the events? I think, I think Emma Carey opened up some eyes. Um, if you watch uh, the Matt Fraser stuff from Rogue, like he is all in on Emma Carey. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, she is 17 and she is a phenomenal mover. And That's her degree. career is going to be like, if you look out for her career, it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when she was doing the the complex, I mean, she missed her first clean, and then she brushed it off and hit it deal. again. Yeah, it, she she missed her first clean because she got too excited and she over <laughs> like yeah, she right. pulled too hard. Yeah, but I but mean, she, to, to to get to get your composure after that, like as a seventeen year old. Yeah, and the fact that she opened up so much heavier than everybody else was just. Mm such a baller move like that part i was like oh yeah emma's emma's not playing and and you know that um that was the tiebreaker your opening lift was your tiebreaker lift yeah no i didn't know that yeah so there that was a reason why some of them went heavier um to start mm -hmm. uh it was to get a, like a higher tie tiebreaker but still to pull that off after being so the corral was out in left field out above left field and then they okay. would walk down, they would be in the dugout for a while and then come out on the floor. So you're talking 15 minutes without touching a barbell. Yeah. And then yeah. she opened it, what, 230, 232? Yeah. Maybe. I'll tell you what's surprising, not 237, surprising. I thought, but yeah. I think she ended with 237. 232. Oh, okay. Surprising, not surprising, what, Aim? As how Chandler Smith's lifts looked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Surprising that it's still there. Also not surprising that so strong. Yeah. He's so strong, but good grief. Good yeah. grief. It's ugly. Yeah. And if he could mm -hmm. get the right coaching, it could probably just get tuned up there. <laughs> I know where you're going with that segue, I'll but just quick, leave that alone. <laughs> quick, quick props to Gee for only having to do two lifts because, you know, he just nailed it. And I love it when he knows it. Yeah. Like he's like, <laughs> you know, insane. That kid is just fun to watch. I, I will tell I will say the other surprise, I'll get to that in a second, but Guy and, and Hopper, their celebrations after events are, are something new to the sport. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to attract young athletes. I hope so. Um, on that, on that um, bracket event to finish every time Guy finished, he would run through the finish line and straight to the dugout. Yep. Like he didn't even stay out for anything. He just sprinted across the finish line, right into the dugout, sat in shade. Do you know, and it could be this, they could become those villains that we were talking about. <laughs> I think some people awesome. are going to love it. And some people are going to be like, that's cocky. Yeah. No, well, I yeah, love it. Car CrossFit's like, oh, let's stay and help for everybody. You know, and Hopper does the and, same thing. Like Hopper, when he wins now, he, so I talked to, to, to Jason at West Coast, right? And that's when everybody was feeding ego. And that was one Jason. The Jason I talked to here was very different. But he still has that celebration, which I think is awesome. He did brush his shoulder off. Yeah. Oh, he did? Way, 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 way. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, that was awesome. 
that was such yeah. a great great event for him yeah awesome stuff uh and then my other surprise was annie um doing it again <laughs> you know it proves and, it's not a fluke <laughs> right mom strength is real freya was right behind the third base yes, dugout i saw so she would always come over to the dugout and yell up to her and it was <laughs> and i was right there in the dugout it was so cool to see um how emotional she was after every event i just yeah, wish I'm, she wouldn't have gotten eliminated on that first round of the bracket because i think that would have been super exciting i mean we if we talk about this all the time with her but to be one of the older not just not age-wise but just older been competing in the sport for so long and to be where she's at after having a baby, it's amazing. Totally agree. Yeah, very impressive. I mean, if you think about it, she really should be in the Legends competition, right. but she's still she, active and kicking ass. Right, she like could Sam easily Briggs. be accepted as a, as a legend. Same with Sam Briggs, yeah. And they said that on the on the broadcast, how she came in with all those guys with Spieler and yeah, she did. and all those guys. Yeah. And here she is over here. Still hit, still doing it. Yeah. So awesome. I was hoping, I was hoping Ben Smith was going to do better. I was really sort of, you know, rooting for him to do well. I was, you know, training with um, Laura Horvat and, and all that. I thought maybe he would pull something out and he was one of my, I think he was one of my draft picks or my salary cap pick. I don't forget. I don't remember which one, but. So I'll tell you just from observing, mm -hmm. he seemed more about Laura's performance than his own. Oh, really? Even so he's got that coach chip that's sort of yeah. programmed in and he hasn't, he can't turn it. He's not turning yeah, it like off. He would not leave the field. If, if the men went first, he would not leave the field till Laura came down mm -hmm. and then they would have a discussion and mm -hmm. then he would leave. Yeah. And I noticed, um, I noticed Katrin and Annie did that between oh, every heat too. Mm -hmm. Right. Good segue. Yeah. Right. I mean, yep. they were, they were she because unfortunately Katrin was in the first heat pretty much all weekend and Annie was in the second heat and you could see them, you know, comparing notes big time as they passed each other through the corralling process. So yeah, let's talk about it. Katrin. No longer a comp train athlete and going to be uh, training with uh, Annie's coach in Iceland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually Sammy Moniz was her coach this weekend. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, which um, just means what? I mean, that doesn't, I mean, she wasn't actually means, coaching her. It was just her plus one, right? Like Ben was not her plus one is what we're saying. Yeah. Right. But Sammy right. was with her in the warm up area the whole time, mm -hmm. but she was like getting stretched by Annie's body guy person. She, she was be given suggestions by um, Annie's coach, which is yummy. Yami. Yes. Yami. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Sammy was back there helping her with everything as well. Um, hmm. and in the Matt video, they talk about it and Matt's like, Sammy knows as much about this sport and could coach any athlete, um, with all that she has seen and done over the years. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm not, I didn't make that comment to sort of downplay Sammy's ability to do that. I'm more trying to highlight the fact that it wasn't, we're ben. so used to seeing Ben be her person. Um, and I saw Ben at one point in time in the stands. So was Ben even anyone's plus one for the week? Like, um, was he in? So I think that's something we, we need to talk about, but I, I wanted to kind of do it as a Clydesdale conversation. Cause I think okay. 
we treat coaches poorly in this sport because really you're a spectator with limited access. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying they could at get events? into the warm-up area, but they could not be on the field. They could not be. Okay, but you're not answering my question though. Was was Ben a plus one for somebody down had, there that you he could had see? Coach's wristband on. He did. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So that would have been really awkward. According to the comments on Morning Chalk Up, they oh, all boy. suggest this was a good move for Captain. <laughs> yeah, that was fun to sit and watch all those comments. I mean, people are saying like it was a long time coming and finally, and um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with all that. I don't, I don't know. So I can't, you know, speak no. to it with intelligence, but I had heard over the weekend that, you know, cause I was talking to you guys about it on Saturday. Like she's not, it just looked like it. it was, it was evident to the viewers. Sure. That there was something up. Yeah. And that's gotta be a huge change for her. I mean, she was living with the Bergerons. And I haven't seen any media come out from comforting about it. No. Or- and they are right. I mean, and, and we know Ben is, is notorious for wanting to sort of control the narrative, if you will. And he didn't, Comtrain didn't come out and say anything about Harry leaving either. Like Harry Pally, when he left, he posted on his personal Instagram, there was no like best of luck, Harry from Comtrain. There was no, you know, send off from Ben or anything. So yeah, we all have to kind of read between the lines now on everybody's social media to see what the heck is going on. I mean, presumably Katrin gave Morning Chalk up the okay to make that announcement like morning i assume morning chalk up wouldn't just like make up stuff <laughs> you know like i mean they can't you know yeah i i, I can know. say that that i had i had <clears throat> sources confirmed to me what was going on in the warm-up area that matches what morning chalk up reported right yeah exactly yeah right. i mean so yeah she was definitely with annie's crew of Yami mm-hmm. and her body guy and Sammy um, the whole weekend. So yeah, and she and she's been living back in Iceland again. Mm-hmm. Um, so where's Brooks? <laughs> where's Brooks? Well, well Brooks has been <laughs> Brooks supportive was, was, through social media. I know. I saw. Yeah, he was in like Tanzania or something on some mission trip, or uh, probably not a mission trip, but a uh, some kind of thing he's a busy guy yeah but that's you know that's going to be the other thing like Catherine's not doing well because she has a boyfriend and she's distracted or you know all that you're going to hear all of that sort of conjecture as well and who knows i i'll just be curious to see if she's really making a serious run to stay relevant in the sport and 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 come back to that level like that annie's been able to achieve and it'll be curious to see if she can do that because i i don't know if that's possible, it's hard to observe an athlete who's been so ingrained in some kind of training program for so long to be able to discern which part is the athlete and their ability and which part is the, yes, but she did brainwashing of the coach or whatever, you know, brainwashing is not the right word, but you know what I mean? Like it's so ingrained in her, that training methodology and whatever else, like who knows if she's, if she's capable, sorry, Amy, I interrupted you. No, I was going to say, but that, um, she started with Annie. Yeah. She idolized Annie. Like Annie was right. the reason why, why she started CrossFit. Yeah. Well, it's got to be hard 
to be a more recent two-time champ than Annie and then see Annie coming back and being on the podium again and she finishes 10th. Right. Or 11th she's like, or whatever girl, it was. what are you taking? Yeah, I want to I want what she has. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And you know, they they have a business together. They're best friends. And right. so that's got to be tough to a p- tough pill to swallow. And maybe she just is going to try what Annie's doing. Mm-hmm. interesting to see too but they are so close like we talk about the camps and everything else and like how close can you be to a competitor really and and be successful and all that so yeah more to come let's talk a little bit about carrie pierce's last appearance kristen holta's last appearance alessandra Pastelli has just retired like we've got this this threesome yeah. happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens in threes <laughs> Yeah, and those are those are some big names. Those are multiple time games competitors. Um, Carrie, Pro, you know, it was said over and over again. Probably the greatest American CrossFitter that the sport has seen. Yeah, um, that's a great time to end that. <laughs> to be yeah. on top with that title, right? Yeah, you know, and we know she's got a very lucrative deal going on with with Power, Power Abs and all that, and you know, it's because Shirley sure keeps resubscribing to it. <laughs> you're the perfect the perfect customer day two was what everyone's perfect (laughs) brutal was it (laughs) you you had to start back at one because day two was too rough that's right yeah so i know i know going into the rogue invitational for me i was thinking like this is carrie's games right this is her time to shine she didn't get a chance to do it in madison you know, and, and unfortunately it didn't work out maybe as she had planned, or maybe it did. I mean, maybe she had already had in her head that this was going to be her last thing and that she was fine with however things were going to end up for her. She was just going to kind of like ride it out and, and see what happens, you know? So, so I was standing with Justin on event six, Justin Cotler, the chipper, the Justin coach. Cotler, and that was her event. That is the event she wanted to win more than anything. Rogue is known for moving heavyweight. It was the chipper, Uh, the yeah, all the strict handstand push-ups, the muscle-ups, the the row, um, and the carry the sandbags, yeah, or the little whatever jerry cans, yeah, yeah. So that was the event she wanted to win, and she won it by thirty seconds, forty seconds. Yeah, she did win it. Handedly. something like that um and that was kind of like that what was cool is she won her heat by so much that she got to hang out in the in the end zone and like wave to the crowd and do the thing kind of like her <laughs> swan song right right because um, she had that moment hmm. um and that's what that's what justin wanted for her and that she wanted to win that event they knew coming in that rogue is not is not programmed for an athlete like carrie Mm-hmm. Um, and right. so podiuming wasn't the expectation it was just to mm-hmm. go have fun and kill the event she knew she could yeah and then Kristen Holta how did she end up I think they both sneakily came like what fifth and sixth maybe oh okay so top mm-hmm. 10 finishes I don't think fifth and six I don't think so it was somewhere around that there for us, Amy? it was middle yeah. top 10 yeah, I would think top ten, but hold on. Do we think um, do we think Holta is going to go team, or do we think know. she's done done? 
when she was on with us, she said she wanted to focus on getting her degree in the mindset world. Uh, so like psychiatry. Yeah. And... You think she'll become a coach? I this is all just obviously goal. we're playing around with. It'd be cool to see her on a team. I'd love to see like a dominant European team. Well, what's funny so is coaching that one team a little bit. Sixth and seventh. Okay, sixth and seventh. I was pretty close. Holty, sixth. Carrie, seventh. Okay. Good. Um, I think what's funny is that that's what um, Carrie wants to do as well is teach mindset. Oh, really? Yeah. Could you some? Um, cool. And she she's able to do that. She can go to that dark space dark place as good as anyone <laughs> sure can i a great um, mentor for that mm -hmm. so she may be hanging out in vegas just saying i hope so i hope i hope she stays there i think it's a good place for her she's got you know her second family's out there yeah so yeah uh she left her shoes on the floor i saw oh, that i don't like that that was like Stacy Tovar did that, didn't she? She did. Yes. Speaking of, did you get to see and talk to Stacy Tovar this weekend, Scott? I did. You did? They mentioned several yeah. times about how she was the first one to wear those white booty shorts and make way for the rest of the women to wear the booty shorts. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear that. And I was like, oh, yeah, Scott knows. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I actually talked to her husband more than I talked to her, but I did talk to mm -hmm. her. Um, you know, they're all about, I don't know if you've seen, they're expanding CrossFit Omaha into this like mega gym. Yeah. Um, and it's going to open soon. And so they, they are all nervous and worried about the, that opening and she's pregnant with baby number two. Yeah. So all that oh, coming yeah. at the same time, um, is pretty crazy, but we should, um, we should switch gears and talk a little bit about the game season before we jump yeah. off. And then sure. sounds, sounds like we've got some hot topics to maybe jump on quickly and, and, and record throughout the week and, and put them up if we need to. Um, do you want to, Scott, you want to talk us through it or? Sure. Um, okay. So it was released uh, that the complete structure for the CrossFit game season this year, um, the CrossFit games podcast did an episode uh, devoted to that. Um, with Chase Ingram. And so we'll have him on Thursday to talk through that as well, um, since he was talking to Dave today. But it is, it's going to start with the open. Uh, it's going to be a three week open again this year, just like it was last year. That is February 24th. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to need help with the dates because I don't have them in front of me. Um, okay. Then we are going to stick with the quarterfinals for individuals and new this year. They are adding in quarterfinals for age group. Yes, they are rebranding re the age group online qualifier um, to make it a semifinal. It will still be virtual. Mm -hmm. um, and then it will, but it will be in line with the individual elite individual semifinals in the same time frame. And that was, and, and Dave said that was because eventually they're hoping that those will be in person and that they're going to move the age groups away from the games and have their own games. Right. 
gaps where they can be highlighted and have the opportunity to um, be focused on as, a, as instead of being the sideshow to the elite athletes. Mm -hmm. and, and the other big thing about the, with the age group online qualifier going away, there will only be 10 athletes per age division qualifying to the games this year. So that is new information from yeah. the past, mm. but, but there's that extra step, right? So you get, instead of an age group online qualifier, you get a quarterfinal, just like the elite athletes do. And you get a semifinal, which I assume will be whittled down, you know, at some point in terms of numbers and whatnot yeah. with the hopes that the semifinals would eventually host like they host individuals and teams. Now they would host age groups as well mm -hmm. at some point at some time in the future. One thing that is pretty cool to address, but it, the games are the fourth through the seventh of August, 2022, only a four day games this year. So mm, I think that's, I think it'll be just like it was this year. Like, I think they've done that before where they've put out that and then have age groups ahead of time. Okay. That's but what I, I was going to say. Yeah. Or they're going to put them in the, I mean, I can't believe they're going to put them in the horse barn again. Like they did. I mean, that would be a bad step backwards. I think they got so much good feedback on that and from his team and whatnot. I can't imagine that they'd want to pile that on. Yeah. Um, but them going from 20 to 10 would allow them to do that like they did in 2019. So yeah, I mean, couldn't they have, couldn't they have, couldn't they have the age group like in North park while, you know, individuals are in the Coliseum, like couldn't there, I mean, I guess your viewership might be somewhat different, but it would depend on what the events were and things like that, because a lot of that is just set up time, you know, for staging yeah, equipment and whatnot. It's actually not a bad idea though, because we talked about one of the drawbacks of the games is if you don't have a Coliseum ticket, you're say. done at noon, right? Yeah. right? And at least you'd have something to watch throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it would be hard with like a live stream and all that. Then you'd lose, you're not going to duplicate efforts with that unless you're making a shit ton of money on the broadcast, which I don't think they figured out how to do yet. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm hoping that it just means that I think at first people were afraid that age groups weren't going to be at the games at all. Right. But he did confirm in the podcast that they are going to be there. So now we just don't know in what shape or form that's going to be, but we do know that it's going to be 10 per division. Yeah. And he said soon they will, they're looking to move them to their own event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is looking good for things like MFC. Right. Because right. it's looking great for that. We're just right. And he even said like a couple months after the games and that somebody like, um, you know, Rich Froning or, you know, someone older could compete at the games and then two months later compete in the age group if they wanted to, like Sam Briggs could do both. Speaking and, of and Sam that, is someone that would do that. Yeah. A hundred percent. What did I just see before we hopped on about mayhem? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that the mayhem desert heat thing is canceled. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be the next big event, right? And it's not correct. happening. They are citing uh, resource issues with equipment, purchasing and, and things like that. And things that are required to procure for an event that are not able to be sourced. Um, the one thing I did like that they also put in that is that they are not going to make an athlete lose money out of pocket. They are going to reimburse them for whatever travel or wow. whatever oh, nice. that they have paid for. 
um, to make sure that they are whole. That's good. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So um, that was in the press release from Rory McKernan. Yeah, that's oh, that what I, okay. I saw, yeah, right before we hopped on, I saw something about it. And they will not talk about any future event until that is taken care of. Yeah, they said it's been canceled indefinitely, so. That reminds me, I have to cancel three plane tickets to Wadapalooza for my son, my husband, and my daughter because no one's coming now. Why? Because, well, Braden has to go back to school on January 3rd, mm -hmm. so he gets a whopping two weeks off because pitchers and catchers have to go back early. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Eliana does not want to miss school. Who is she? I don't know. For social but purposes? She, I don't Are know. You sure you're, um, she's your mother? You're her mother? Right. I was going to, I'm going Wednesday to Monday. And I was said to her, like, you can fly out Friday with dad and just have, and she, cause she doesn't have school on Friday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Monday is Martin Luther King day. She does not have school. They could fly back early. And she's like, yeah, I just really don't want to go. Oh, maybe that's just really it. I don't know. So, and obviously Chris isn't going, you know, we're not going to leave her home by herself. And yeah, that so would be way me. worse. Just me. I did buy some, I bought one thing at the Rogue Invitational. Yeah. What's that? With your $200 gift card. Oh, the magic potion. Matt your super juice. <laughs> How's it taste? Have you tried it? Ah, uh, freaking amazing. This really? is uh, peach mango. Oh, is that a pre-workout? It is pre. It is so freaking good. They had it mixed up in Vendor Village. Mm -hmm. um, I I, this is the only thing I tasted. And as soon as I tasted, I was like, I this, I'll take did this. You, did it give you the itchies? Does it have beta alanine in it? And... I don't know. I've, I haven't even opened this. Um, what do you mean you don't know? You didn't look at the ingredients? No. If Matt Fraser takes it, it might, it's got to be good. <laughs> I'm just sticking with the Snickers bars. That's I heard he takes those. I'm good. Yeah. It so that is the only thing I bought with my own money at the at Rogue. What'd you say, Charlie? I said it has some in it, but not a ton. Oh, beta, beta alanine or Snickers? Both. <laughs> Have you already already tried it, Charlie? No, but I looked at the label. Is it, is it even like able to be purchased? Is it, is it like sold say. out everywhere else? Uh, I don't know. They, they had a ton of it at the Cause I'm, the cause I'm running out. I'm running out Unless of Unless there were free samples at the games, Charlie wasn't going <laughs> to me on it. Charlie's backpack was full of free samples. Let me tell you. Yeah. This oh, guy. My goodness. For free samples. So I'll tell you. So I ran out to Vendor Village for my little shopping spree. And the cool mm -hmm. thing was one, I got stopped five times for selfies sweet so i was like this is not even real <laughs> but other than that all of the vendors were like coming toward the middle just throwing stuff into bags I because it. it was sunday and they didn't want to take it back with them and i'm like this is charlie's heaven yeah oh my god yes yeah they people were just walking by like it was trick-or-treat bag Love open it. and the vendors are just throwing samples like handful by the handfuls in. It was awesome. Very cool. But yeah, it was really right. cool to get recognized because I really was not out in that area all weekend until that moment. And I got stopped five times. Love it. Tommy saw it and he goes, you know what that means, right? And I said, what's it mean? He goes, 
means that your podcast is doing pretty well. <laughs> yes, but we still need more subscribers. Yep, we do. Like Speaking 600 of- more. Yeah. 600 more. So like, and subscribe if you're watching this now, click the button, um, open up accounts for your animals and your friends and click and subscribe. And you could win a free RX Smart Gear jump rope along with some or, other special stuff from Dave Moomin. free RX Smart Gear jump rope. You know what? As long as Pets. they live in your house, Pets. we will send it to you. Yes. Yeah. We need subscribers. Awesome. And with that, yeah, rxmartgear.com, RX, uh, Clydesdale 15, and Element 26, the two most innovative people in the sport uh, with equipment and products. Go check them out, element26.co and rxmarkgear.com. And with mm-hmm. that, make sure you click, like, subscribe, leave ratings, five-star reviews, all of that stuff, because it really helps us out a ton. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.